following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourites, actors and directors, would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me as always are my co-hosts, fresh from chasing a lady through a vineyard in slow motion but not doing one murder to her it's captain ketamine himself it's james what an introduction <laughs> i wasn't sure about the captain ketamine but i thought no oh, it works and, worse. <laughs> and we're joined by a very special guest longtime friend of the show professional cat botherer james's better half and inventor of the mug spot it's kate <laughs> hello i love that introduction <laughs> I try. Uh, <laughs> yes. Mug spot being another word for coaster. Yes. <laughs> I, I genuinely couldn't think of the word and had to message Joe to ask him what it was. What is Te- it? Technically couldn't didn't invent the mug spot as it was already invented. But if you, it was a if it was a, an apprentice style rebranding, you'd have been quids in because I wouldn't buy them. You know why they're called coasters though, don't you? You were supposed to put stuff on it on a bar, uh, well, the bar, and then slide it down. So it was supposed to coast along the bar. Like in cowboy films? Mm. Yeah. Really? Yes. Why has it not got little ball bearings and stuff in it then? <laughs> I don't know. I can't see it working very it well. Would, it would go. go too far if it had. No, you put some bumpers up the side like a bowling alley. That's that's a fun game. You've got then. a game, yeah. A shuffleboard, basically, with booze. <laughs> this is it. This is how we make the millions. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to phone Alan Sugar up, call him a prick, and then hang up. <laughs> Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark Greatness. If you want to suggest a film, not just for Last Orders, but for regular Hallmark, you can email us at hallmarkgreatness at gmail.com. There's also like Twitch and stuff, but it's just me playing Mario Kart and swearing Oops. aggressively. Turn up at our houses, you know, that's fine too. Yeah, if you can find me, if you buy me a drink, show up with, show up with a bag of cans, you'll be more than welcome. Um, this week's film. Well, actually, no. How are we all? <laughs> this week's film. <laughs> 1995's The Demolitionist. Not to be confused with the Sylvester Stallone film, The Demolitionist, which I believe is another film of the same name. But this one stars uh, Nicole Eggert. Uh, uh, I will do the proper synopsis because I know you're looking forward to this, James. Um, A murdered police officer is brought back to life by a cold-hearted scientist to serve as the demolitionist, the ultimate crime-fighting weapon in a city overrun by criminals and internal corruption. James, you're probably much better synopsis. Okay, I've prepared two, all right, and you just delete the one that you don't want, (laughs) right? So I've, I've done a proper hallmark synopsis of my own crafting, and then I've done something rather special for the second one. The Demolitionist, 1995. Kerry is a small town demolitionist who loves nothing better than wreck bakeries, mountain law offices, and bespoke dating agencies with implausibly large local markets. However, <laughs> when she meets John McBildy, a big city developer who's turned his hand to building houses for grateful poor people, she finds her own heart being demolished. Will this new romance wreck her career? That's I, nice. That's, that's Hallmark, isn't it? Uh, so what I've done is I've gone out and I've made my own random plot generator for Hallmark. Okay. I've, I've asked for suggestions. It's building all the time. This is what it's come up with. 
Crystal Demolitionist is a simple village hand model who finds herself rescuing all the inhabitants of Borneo from a great beast, or else she will die. As events ensue, as events ensue Crystal meets Eustace Turnstall, a chairman of the local Chamber of Commerce, who collects ceramic unicorns. A crisis ensues when one of them turns out to be a cat, and the unlikely duo must work together. Will they secure executive power? Perhaps. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to leave them both in because they're very good. <laughs> so we'll just keep feeding stuff into that, see what comes out each yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have suggestions for, if you want to put up a, 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 a list of things that you need, I can get people to send in lists. Please do. Of just Please random do. adjectives. <laughs> this list started with just James bullying me, essentially. Um, and- just <laughs> Say something random. Say something random. <laughs> it's not random enough. There's only so yeah, many then, times you can say cat. I know, exactly. You, you did notice that. <laughs> There's a lot of Katie in that one, actually. It's fine. Um, shall we get into 1995's The Demolitionist? Yeah, I've got nothing else. I put all my energy into that. So, <laughs> uh, Nothing for about five minutes, apart from <laughs> random names on a screen. <laughs> I quite like the sub-Terminator music that it started out with. The music was really good, yeah. yeah. It was like they'd thought about, we can rip off Robocop and Terminator on one fell swoop here, and yet they missed so wide of the mark. I felt a bit bad for this, because uh, the, the, the credit length is about two minutes at the start of the film. It's very old styley, mm. And I finished watching it, and Katie watched it after me, and I sort of sat her down with it on the laptop, and then I felt a bit bad, because she was still there, like, hours later just watching the credits it does go on um but it does nobody start... had a particularly bad funny name no and no one really famous in it the only person no. is nicole eggert from baywatch. Oh, she's from baywatch that's where i knew her from she was one of i think after Paul anderson left she was like brought after Paul anderson left it was a different blonde woman every season basically mm. just cycled through them as hasselhoff wore worked out. through them yeah either whichever way i said that and also um Big Dog's right-hand man, who is uh, Sex Machine from Dust Till Dawn. That's the only other thing I knew him from. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, the guy that's got the, 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 um, the cod piece that turns into a gun. <laughs> in Dust Till Dawn, like, not in this. Bionic arms at the beginning in the pirate show. Who had bionic arms at the beginning? <laughs> Somebody had chainmail arms, didn't they? There's I mean, that, chain mail, that whole a sexy gang hideout future. is just oh, it's full of TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the the credits do eventually end and we get to part two of the film. <laughs> How does it open? Somebody somebody take us through it. Uh, we open on a prison, don't we? Yeah. Uh, a prison oh, cell yeah. with two people sat in prison beds, bunk beds, watching... Um, it's supposed to be some sort of Godzilla ripoff, but the, the, the monster is like... A, he, I think he goes, fish? look at that marlin go. Yeah, it's a big fish. <laughs> Uh, so I'm guessing it's some sort of Japanese kaiju thing or something. Kaiju yeah, big bar. Yeah, it's it's a couple of brothers, isn't it? Um, and one of them, the almost uh, not appearing in this film, is Randy Vasquez, who was in the last film. So yes. that's how we got to this film. Yes. He was in that Hallmark adjacent film of last time. Yes. Um, they're reading comic books, smoking tabs, which you're not allowed to do in prison, in yourself. You're not allowed to television in yourself. But as it turns out, they're being executed the next day. Uh, a lot of Fangoria posters on the wall, which I thought was quite nice. But that's, yeah. Uh, a priest comes along and says, ah, do you not think you should be using your time better? Because <laughs> all priests in prison are Irish or Irish adjacent, aren't they? Uh, and they're going, uh, no, we, we we know what we did. We enjoyed what we did. We're bad Look, men. it's on TV right now. Yeah, which was convenient. They interrupted giant kaiju marlin destroys a watchtower. <laughs> 
uh, to, to, to basically, oh, what was she called? She was called like, oh, Debbie, yeah. Debbie Demungus or something. She had like an alliterative name, <laughs> didn't she? Not Debbie Demungus. Oh, hang on, I've got it here actually. I need to uh, go on the random generator that name. Christy, she was called Christy Carruthers, the uh, the news anchor who couldn't really read or cues very well, <laughs> saying that they, um, what were they called? The, the, the Burn called, Brothers. The Burn Brothers. The Burn yeah. Brothers. Oh, terrible name. They didn't even yeah. do no arson. That's a terrible name. Mad Dog and Little Henry Burn. <laughs> Little Henry Burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a Dickens character, isn't it? <laughs> They're in jail for killing three cops and six other people at a mall. By just randomly shooting into the crowd, like, for no other reason. There was no yeah. heist or anything. It was just chaos. Punks, isn't it? Uh, Mayor yes. Eleanor Grimbaum has led a very justifiable cause to change the Second Amendment so that guns are now banned. Only um, in Metro City. Yes, she has sweeping constitutional powers. In Metro City. <laughs> in Metro City. <laughs> Which um, is where the computer game Final Fight takes place, and I'm disappointed that the mayor, Jim Hager, isn't in charge body-slamming people to the ground. <laughs> That's just a fun joke for me. You, uh, you then see her, don't you? Um, it sort of like cuts to her watching the TV report as well, sitting next to her goons in a grey pantsuit, um, and she makes some dark joke about her order wanting she's, to No, she's, she's, she says, um, is it uh, only she can make the call to save the Burn Brothers and she's watching this and then she phones up and she goes is it still too late is it not too late is it can I have some prawn rice and some ha 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 it's a Chinese restaurant I phoned up I don't give a fuck about these two people because she's evil or she just really wanted some Chinese food I think she made a big deal of being like fried not I know but they do a lot of that joke in the Mm. in the coming scenes um because then yeah we, we 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 cut to them being strapped into the electric chairs yeah, to me, it looked like, you know, in cartoons where they try and switch brain, it looked like that. It, yeah, like an old hammer <laughs> horror sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's just side by side so they could hold hands while they get electrocuted together, <laughs> which would make a circuit, so they'd probably be all right. The cops have black fascistic uniforms on, and they've all got, like, little symbols as well, which I thought was a nice attention to detail. There was little bits in this film that were genuinely quite good, and then some just uh, absolute nonsense. Um, and they're being strapped into these things... Uh, and it's, it's um, any last sort of words or something like that. And then a random guy in the crowd, like in a policeman's uniform, like stabs someone with an electric baton. And then all hell breaks, all the lights go out and everyone swapped places like a David <laughs> Copperfield routine. <laughs> So now, like the, the warder of the jail, and I think the executioner. No, I think it's um, the, the priest, the priest, the priest Father Mackenzie. Oh, you can't because kill a Irish everybody's priest. got That's like dialed in, dialed in names, Father now, Mackenzie. Now you're really going to hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, what well, he says? I think he actually says, "I'm better than David Copperfield" or something, uh, and they electrocute them. And the warder pisses himself, and it shows it in great detail. For ages, it's a trick. He must have been busted. He was like, "Can we get this execution done?" Because I'm gasping for a slash. Um, so yeah, he he does a wee wee. Um, which conducts electricity. Which conducts well, electricity. Which I think it would do. I think it would do. I just thought it was an unnecessarily cruel detail for them to add. But yeah. Uh, well, I know they put like wadding and stuff up your bum when they, so you don't like poo your pants. Oh. Apparently, when they when you when they electrocute people for real. 
they yeah they put like wadding so you don't shit your pants or something. A cup. It's I, not it could be. to be so considerate when they're ending your life in a tremendously painful way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, little Henry's in charge of the electricity. As he's well, loving he? it, little Henry. Yeah, he keeps turning it on and then somehow dies of too much electricity. He doesn't die yeah. of too much electricity. He dies of electric urine. Oh, is that what kills him? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the urine had a the, point. His okay. uh, big dog points the gun at the people and he's like, and all you people are going to pay as well. Come on, Henry. We're, come on, little wee Henry. We're going. <laughs> and little wee Henry goes, no, no, just one. I want to see him dance once more. And he goes, no, because big dog can see the wee. Right? And he's like, no, Henry, you're going to die of electric wee. That's the most <laughs> embarrassing way to die. Sounds like a band. <laughs> I think that's or, that. or a novel, the Andre's Dream of Electric, <laughs> electric Wee. <laughs> <laughs> and he electrocutes himself and then the wee touches him and so it passes all the way through the warden into little wee Henry and he dies. Uh, little wee Henry. Yes, yes. That ah, was the, very good. Um, and then, um, so so Big Dog and whatever his assistant is called. Um, oh, Roland, he's called. Because <laughs> it's fucking Tom Savini, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. Uh, he's called Roland. His name's never mentioned, I don't think, but on, yeah. I know, I've noted down some of the, the gang member names. So I didn't get them all, but... Uh, so the only one I got was surprisingly left, A surprisingly left-field choice. Oh, I'll come on to them later, because there's a loads much, of them. Much nicer gang names than in Bloodfist 3, because these ain't racist, for one thing. <laughs> Yeah, um, it will we, we'll be cut to most of the gang members because there's cool metal music and bikers and, and strippers. Ladies, ladies with no tops are gyrating in the gloom. No tops, but big knickers. Yeah. I know. It's cold, mate. Like Everything's on fire, so I guess it'd be quite warm, actually. But I felt I'm, I'm sat there watching this at work going, I hope no one looks over my shoulder. <laughs> I did feel like they would just hold strips. Those aren't the knickers you'd wear. If you I thought, think they went, do you want a job? 20 quid. <laughs> Come on, like just off the street. Because, yeah, it again, you can tell it's the 90s because this feels gratuitous to the point of it's not, it doesn't add anything to it. They could have just shown them all drinking and shooting guns into the air and snogging, couldn't they? There's no need for the women to be there gyrating. Doesn't add anything to it. Uh, Well, Mad Dog appears in all of this and starts thanking Skin, the other gang member, (laughs) for running the show while he was on vacation. And I was just thinking, exactly how did he run this gang? Did he keep a mailing list? Or was Uh, he doing like proper HR work? Took minutes at the meetings (laughs) in the caravan. He does mention a newsletter later, so maybe he's been... Is there a newsletter? Oh, my (laughs) God. He does say there is a newsletter. Um, Well, I hope they do a better job than they do with the newspapers in Metro City, because I've got shit to say about that later. The Byrne Brothers. Um, burn book yeah that's what it was called <laughs> there's loads of guns there's one eye because he has one eye there's hammerhead because he has a hammer for a head there's Big a... Frank who's very direct there's Ram Wolf Lips Chuck X Swamp Rat The Hub Pork Chop and Biker Slut oh mate I don't know what's worse Biker Slut or The Hub <laughs> that's just like everyone goes through you. I don't know. You're like <laughs> Dave Mouse is Thompson. <laughs> I didn't realize they all had names because it's never yeah, mentioned. Yeah. Um, Pork chops mentioned later on, and I just had to guess for some. I've made up my own to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and he says thanks. Thanks for taking care of the newsletter and the uh, <laughs> the Christmas raffle <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, but also, I'm now going to do a murder of you because you've been stealing up from me. He says, doesn't he? He says something like that. Yeah. He's a loose I mean, cannon. It, yeah. <laughs> that much could be said for Mad Dog. Yes. It's not a clever name. It's the dog. Yeah. Although, to be fair, Mad Dog is the one good actor in this. 
Yeah, he reminded oh, me of, of George he's... Michael quite strongly. It was the well-kept beard. <laughs> oh, right. I thought you meant in his, his plot for diabolical gun control. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then um, our hero, heroine of this film, Alyssa, who is dressed in leather, because obviously you've got to fit in, but she's got a top on because she's got an actual acting credit, comes over, uh, walks past, and he's like, oh, I'm going to look forward to breaking you in. I was like, ugh, ugh. Is- <laughs> Why are these women hanging about with them? Like, Why did that other woman just get up and kiss him? For Dominic? I think because it's, yeah, to be in the, because, oh, I was hanging out with, uh, what was he called, Skin, but now the big dog's back. I need to show my allegiance to him by giving him hepatitis, or <laughs> giving him herpes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he also says, oh, a more sorry bunch of drug addicts, murderers and whores I've never seen. And it's great. And I was like, mm, it's not Friends Roman's Countrymen, is it? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I thought their outfits were very interesting. There was like, there's, there was the standard leather piece. Then there were seems to be pirates. And then there was like bionic arm and all these very It's a mad I, meeting of minds. This I was going to say, event. it's the worst cosplay group ever. Like, <laughs> I thought we were doing pirates this week. No, no, I bought this cybernetic arm and I'm wearing it, Kenneth. <laughs> Oh, really? The hub. Uh, Alyssa's actions at this point. I just realised that's what my intranet is called at work, the hub. (laughs) Home hub, yeah. Um, Alyssa has got um, like a... A contact lens with a camera in it. And an earring with audio or something. And her actions at this point agitate her handler, Surveillance Dan Van Dan, which is my favourite character. Um, And then she goes to the bathroom. Immediately after that to wash her hands for no reason. Well, it looks filthy in there. I imagine there's just dog mess everywhere and heroin needles. and They don't look like the sort of people who, who clean up after themselves. She wasn't worried about being overheard two seconds from where she was either. I'm just going to go and talk into a mirror like a normal person. If we learn anything at um, Chupacabra versus the Alamo, walking three foot away from anyone is enough (laughs) distance so they won't remember. Willy blood distance. Yeah, she's she's talking to to him in the mirror, but he's looking at her looking at him in a mirror. It's very weird. Uh, And they're engaged, of course. They're engaged, but she is a UC, an undercover copper. I'm guessing yes, that's what it stands for. <laughs> Something like that. They do explain it. It's undercover. Point, yeah. That's all it is. It's undercover. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you just say they're undercover or plain clothes or the something. The UCs. Sounds better. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, and she's like, yeah, uh, do you like the leather or do you want white for the wedding? And he's just like, I have no role in this film other than getting <laughs> my head caved in in a bit. <laughs> yeah, she says that the mayor's a threat and that she's going to take him down. Yeah, and if, I thought... Do- if I get Mad Dog on my own, I'm taking him down. And don't, he goes, don't, don't. Need for that. <laughs> Just don't do it. No. Um, then an old pissed man comes in and goes, <laughs> for no reason. It's really not clear what I couldn't doing. make out what he said. He just comes in and goes, seven did you with the holes in the beef? And you're going, oh, okay, yes, good, good day to you, sir. She leaves, goes outside. Um, we cut to the mayor again. The mayor. I love the mayor. The mayor's great. Uh, she's worried. She reminded me of um, Bismar, the Empress New Groove. Mm, yeah. yeah. I said, Very I recognise her from something, but I don't know what it is. She's just got one of those faces that mm. and voices that it'll probably be some random, random film she was in. But it's an election year and her her popular poll is she's only at 33%. Uh, and Higgins, the chief of police, I guess. Yeah, he's the, yeah, he is the chief, yeah. He's like, yeah, but we got rid of all the guns, so yeah. 
He also addresses her as your honor, which I'd look this up. is not the way to address a mayor. You don't know what the rules are in Metro City. It is, she, well, she could have changed it. It is less it. silly because it's supposed to be Mr. Mayor, which I feel like it just feels like demeaning. Uh, it must That's be Mrs. Mayor. <laughs> Mr. Mayor <laughs> sounds, sounds like a Balamori character. Yeah. It sounds like you tell them, oh, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> oh, you Mr. Mayor. <laughs> But no, he refers to her as Your Honor. Um, That's for judges. Yeah, he says that he, he says that they sneaked plastic guns into the prison. I don't know yes. why plastic guns would necessarily work. It's, or some kind of polymer resin, which I think blocks are made out of ceramic. That's how they can get through airports. Yeah. And you can also get, I mean, I could technically 3D print a gun that would work, but I wouldn't because that's, A, I wouldn't trust it because I've made it. <laughs> it will explode <laughs> and take my hand off like a lawgiver. But yeah, um, it does exist, those things. I think they're wildly impractical. Oh, I also forgot to mention, when they were at the prison shooting all the people, everyone in Metro City is full of red powder. Oh, yeah, they, they did. They exhibited like lots of red powder, like it was, yeah, like someone like they were full of powder. Some sort of paint. festival, yeah, like like a holy, yeah, like the, the Hindu festival of color. Yeah, it was just bizarre. Clearly, it was supposed to be blood, but they either they either they were old squibs out at that point. and it dried up, or they just were like put poster painting. No one will care, pal. No one's watching this, and yet here we are, twenty seven years later. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the mayor says um, no, she's going on about stuff, and somebody's trying to give her a cosmetic touch-up at the same time. She's just about and to it... do a press conference. Yes, honey, I'm giving a press conference, not a fellow. Would you blend this? I thought <laughs> I quite like you. And I thought, is that racist? Oh, don't know. I didn't think of it as racist. And I was oh, just made... now. You've made me look like an asshole because it probably no, is. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was just. It's just because. Well, a fellow is traditionally a black person, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was just theatrical, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, just me again, white guilt, mate. Uh, full of it, up to here. Um, she says that if she does go down, then she'll go down with her nail and their balls. And I thought, oh, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, speaking of going down, we cut back to the party. Well, the party in the drug layer. And Alyssa goes over to Mad Dog and she's like, why don't you and me go somewhere private? And he says, ladies, form a queue, go down on me and make it quick. And I'm like... <laughs> And even she says, should we not go three foot over this and no one can see? <laughs> and then when she says, when he says no, that gives it, gives it away. She's no, he the, uh... sent, he sent two goons to take out the mayor because she's made his life miserable. Back at the meeting, um, she's threatening to nail their balls off or whatever. And she goes, huh, the two guys have hup, 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 hupped down the window, <laughs> down the building. And she goes, huh, and are pretending to wash the windows at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> it's dark out. And you and actually are washing the windows. Yeah, like, not, well. just, not just hiding, waiting to bide their time to bust through. Actually, they've brought a squeegee and a chamois <laughs> with them, like, whistling. She's busy talking to Professor Crowley at this point, who's Professor Jack Crowley, so evil, Mr. evil Crowley. professor. Yeah. Uh, and he's trying to push the Lazarus Project on it. Oh, I wonder what that could be about. We need uh, the Lazarus Project. He says there's no budget for that. Uh, and, and you and stink. Then, and then one of the goons that's not Higgins, but the other one is sort of like stood up and bobs down to say, that's right. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that's his one role. I think he dies shortly he after that. He gets shot very quickly, yeah. Oh, one um, thing but... that I will notice is that there was a nice fruit bowl with some bananas in it, which I thought was considerate. That's, yeah, you've got to keep your... Uh, your, your, your big potassium salad. levels. Your vitamins up in uh, Metro City. It's, it's, it's the biggest killer is scurvy. I also thought um, the science dress Star Trek badge mm. killer. I don't, right. Is it Star Trek? Star Wars? He's Star Trek, but... He's part, you know, professor of nanotechnology, part Egyptologist. Part asshole. <laughs> part art uncle. 
<laughs> anyway, the mayor, after after poo-pooing Project Lazarus, because uh, there's no money in the bill, goes, yeah, it's a bit weird, those people cleaning the windows at this time of night. And then that's it. Just, just forgets about it immediately. They see this as a cue, swing through the windows, guns blazing. They shoot secondary cop. They shoot <laughs> makeup girl. Uh, and Jock, Jack Crowley like bundles the mare to the ground uh, and pulls out his own gun. That, that's like a weird... It's like a weird foreshot, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a weird pepper potty sort of thing. Mm. And shoots both of them twice. Like he shoots one of them and kills him. And then while he's while he's red dust settling, he shoots him again <laughs> for no reason. Um Higgins tries to put him under arrest for having a gun, because that's illegal in Metro City. And Mayor Eleanor Grimbaum says, Stick it up your ass, Chief. <laughs> Uh, you've got the money for the Lazarus project because of this. <laughs> What's just happened? All right, fair enough. Uh, so we we don't know what the Lazarus project is yet, but if only you know, for you... a candidate. But yeah. Oh yeah. We know, uh, what, what do you need? Uh, you've got a blank check. What do you need? A candidate, and then he sulks off. Yeah, so... and then the mayor slaps Higgins on the chest, but hurts her hand. I actually believed it because he does have like massive buckles on. Yeah. I think that was that, that was improv. I think Susan Tyrell, who played mayor, was drunk all the way through <laughs> this and thought she was actually the mayor of a, of a town. <laughs> Like when Amanda Iannucci go- had the idea to just put a fake White House and just put Trump in it and video it and see what he did, like, <laughs> of his own volition. I think that's what they did here, but on a smaller scale. We then cut to shoulder pad Frank Zappa and George Michael enjoying a sexy heavy metal show uh, when one of them gets a call on his very old-style Nokia and then he gives it to George Michael. What happens then? Uh, George Michael says, what? <laughs> They're dead. Who is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, it turns out that um, I think it's supposed to be Higgins on the phone, mate. It's not yes. revealed who it is, yeah. uh, but they find out that the, the hit has been unsuccessful. And so... There must be a rat. There must Flush be a rat. The rat. And then this is the best bit, because this happens all the way through it. The background noise. Yes. Because yes. there's just people it. going, it's a rat, I'm not a rat, are you a rat? <laughs> no, we've known each other all our lives. <laughs> yeah, it's, but all the way through it, whenever there's like a crowd scene or anything, there's just... <laughs> Like they were, everyone just just say as much as you can, and we'll cut it out in post. But this is just it's just hundreds of people going rats, 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 rats. rats. <laughs> I'm not a bit. You're a bit. <laughs> I've written it down because I just caught it, and I was like, "That's amazing." Um, and then he his eyes fix on Alyssa's, and he's like, "Oh, hang on a minute." And then he, ah, it's a weird eye thing where he threatens to put his put his cigarette out, and then it like sticks it out and pulls it out. It with pulls out this. Cybernetic um, contact lens, and he's like, "Oh, new technology! Oh, and your earring and rips it out." I'm like, "Oh, don't like, <laughs> don't like eye stuff, and don't like ear stuff like that." I noticed as well that they've got this like really high tech eye lens, and then the guy in the van's got like a kind of '50s style radio that he's got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he sees this happening, and he's like, "Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Anyone oh, in the oh, area <laughs> can send assistance?" And like, no one answers because uh, he's literally in the back of like a knackered transit van. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're yeah. immediately like, just find as well. Looking at, no, like, yeah, well, he can't be far away because of looking at like an oscilloscope though of like where <laughs> she is. <laughs> Oh, he must be in this van that's appeared. And, yeah, and, 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 and Mad Dog says, what's the range on this? Go and get him, um, Roland. <laughs> and Roland's like, I only want to help you. Um, and he goes and gets, finds this transit van that's just parked up near where the gang all hide out doing <laughs> topless dancing and drugs. And they drag this guy out and then they just beat him to death. <laughs> they just form a circle of kicking around him. It's tremendous. Uh, and it turns out... <laughs> Surveillance Van Dan gets what's coming to him. 
should have seen that. Yeah, he uh, goes through he, a lot in this film. <laughs> suffers more than anyone. Yeah, well, um, and then it's basically uh, Alyssa and Dan have well have both been beaten, and he basically says you're going to have to play Russian roulette. Oh, we can't call it that anymore. It's Eastern no. European roulette. We'll call it one bullet gun fun. <laughs> Um, and he, he tells this story about this gun. It was, it was. The, I, I had this gun since I was eight, and I used it in my first robbery. And I only use it for special occasions. He uses it constantly. All he's a liar. Um, he takes all the bullets out, like tips them on the floor, like doesn't put them in his pocket. So obviously he's got loads of bullets as well. Puts one bullet in the gun, gives it to her. She immediately stands up and just shoots Roger, <laughs> some random dude who's just like <laughs> getting some ice cream in the back. Baseball cap Jones. Up and down yes. <laughs> he was two days away from goon retirement. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he like takes it off and he goes don't do that again um gives it to dan uh, and he slaps him because dan's falling asleep because he's bored at this point so he slaps him out and says wake up nobody likes people that fall asleep at pies and i'm like i do so that means <laughs> yeah. i can leave <laughs> and then so he's like where was i and he goes and someone goes nobody likes people who fall asleep at parties. yeah i think that was bison who says that <laughs> Uh, and he gives yes, him the gun <laughs> and he um, he pulls the trigger once and everyone goes, yay! And then instead of handing the gun over, he, he um, Mad Dog says, whichever one survives, you can carry my message to the mayor that death is coming for her or whatever he says. Dan, being a surveillance expert, <laughs> uh, just keeps pulling the gun, uh, pulling the trigger and eventually shoots himself in the head. Everyone cheers. Alyssa's like, no! Oh, well, she's not really that bothered by it. Yeah. And he says, uh, I'll keep my word. You can deliver my message. And then they just like sell a taper to some chain link fence with a note round her neck. <laughs> yeah, I think the note it's says like... crime pays or something like that. It's, it does say something about crime. I couldn't see it because the lighting was like yeah, it wasn't quite great. bad. But it's okay. it's like they kind of crucified her. She had like the, the thorn of the crown of thorns. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I think, up in the same I think way. someone saw Robocop and was like, oh, it is a religious allegory. Let's do that, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next day, because it is the next day, uh, they're both in hospital. Not sure what can be done for surveillance Van Dan, but Alyssa no, gets a... because he shot himself in the head! <laughs> <laughs> but Alyssa gets a water cooler keg put in her face. I'm impressed he's still breathing, to be honest. Because, like, no, he said, like, at no point is help coming. Judging mm. by the tone in your voice, you've no backup. Yeah. So how long... Can, I'm not going to Google Overnight. how long can you survive having been shot in the head? Because I imagine it's not longer than a couple of minutes. As long as it takes to extend plot, I believe. Right. Uh, Professor Crowley's observing all of this um, and then looks a litter up in a file. In a um, futuristic Kindle style. Yeah. Tab- and it's thing. good because it's got her face and then a picture of her and her boobies spinning round and round <laughs> and round. So we know that she's but- a lady. <laughs> I would love to see because it, it comes up again later and it doesn't appear to be particularly her. It's got a bald head. So it's just a, a woman. Just so you know. Don't know, don't know what a woman looks like. They've we could have put the ad- international <laughs> symbol for female there. Yeah. No. no. Naked lady spinny spin. <laughs> <laughs> Like putting a lady her. in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> he says that she's got no family, which is quite convenient. He grabs her I, head and shouts at her that he could give her a second chance, and she I replies like, by dying. He went, computer, does she have any family? And the computer did a proper office. Let me go and check. <laughs> Some of them are just furiously Googling. That 90s paperclip comes up again. Can I help you? <laughs> you're looking for trying to kill someone. Yes. Um, yeah, he yells at her, and he's like, you've got no life. Die. And she goes, oh, okay. 
But she dies faster than the man who's had his head shot in. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure what her wounds are apart from a zigzag across her head like Harry Potter. It's she was clear. beaten quite severely, mm. I'm guessing, and probably rotated quite a lot. <laughs> From the video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the doctor... <laughs> Your 18th birthday, everyone has to go to the doctors and just rotate <laughs> for files. Um, uh, the doctor, the proper doctor, not Crowley, tries to revive her and he says, no, call it, and then... A paparazzi person to take photos of her. Again, and then Metro, bundle her out. Metro City, right, has technology of contact lenses, but they haven't got cameras that haven't got big 1920s flash bulbs <laughs> on them. And he's got scoop written in his hat. <laughs> <laughs> no. I <can> believe it. <laughs> oh boy, what a scoop. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's dead now. I did like the female doctor was very good because she was like, not having any of it. And then she quickly gave up. She was like, oh, I tried nothing and that didn't work. <laughs> I tried the, the water cooler keg thing. Nothing. Uh, Crowley announces then that there's been, in like a voiceover, that there's been 72 hours since the funeral. Life signs functional. She needs to be led everywhere in a wheelchair. And he's monitoring her vitals from his office, which has at least six or seven bottles of scotch at the back of it. Really, <laughs> and, isn't it? And um, on his desk oh, has a carton a of Minute made orange juice as well. So, yes, again, vitamin C, that well-known very important. Drink. Yeah. Scurvy's the biggest killer in Metro City. It's, exactly. on, it's near the docks. He interviews her in the midst of a load of internet dial tones and tells her that she's died and then pushes a big massive fry up in front of her Eat with this. a steak knife on it. A really horrible looking fry up. Name it a good one. Yeah, just Again. so it'll kill your arteries as soon as you've been resuscitated. It, maybe it's to test the uh, the science. Do you ever stop to think about that? <laughs> Fills her blood full of cholesterol, but the nano robots that he's put into her blood will destroy the cholesterol and use it for power. It's not. <laughs> it's just a bizarre thing that happens in this film. <laughs> but yes, uh, she is part of the Lazarus Project. Well, she is the Lazarus Project. And they have replaced her blood with, oh, was it syntho- synthetic nanite plasma? I didn't even bother to write it down because it was so... It was, she said it's, it replaced her blood with machines. Uh, yes. I, I just thought, that's good. Castrol GTX. Yeah. Uh, but she has to go on this machine. He says, it's like dialysis. You have to go on this machine every day and we put more robots into you because the robots die? Oh, that's not a very good robot, is it? <laughs> Gotta keep pointing uh, oh, them in. He also tells her that her partner, Surveillance Van Dan, is in a vegetative state. And um, will never get better. So she's got, there's no motive. He doesn't try any motivational thing. It's like, oh, well, the only, th- only thing he does to motivate her is stab her in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> he does do that, yeah. And she witnesses and the wound. And, and then she just twats him in the face. <laughs> Like, this is not a good working relationship you people have. Uh, he, d- he also does a, another thing to motivate her. Can anybody tell me what that is? I, I, I can't remember. Go on. It's a contract. So uh, oh, according to a contract, yeah. a body now belongs to the city because it's an organ donor clause, which For isn't cops. just like liver and kidneys and everything. It's the entire body now belongs to the state. Um, <laughs> so she's effectively his and has to do what he says. Which, to be honest, you could just sit there and not do anything. It's not very motivated. Well, she does try that. But they put spikes in the chair, so it doesn't work. (laughs) No, no, he shows her training. Because this is is like 30 minutes into an hour and 20 minutes film at this point. Like, it races towards the end of this film. Um, It's all set up. It's all set up. It's supposed to be the first of a, 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 a trilogy. A trilogy. Of, well, it's supposed to be the first of a, of a, of a franchise. A huge a narrative arc that takes... Yes. <laughs> Demolition is two. Demolition Ladderer. <laughs> two Demolition, two Furious. 
D uh, is oh. for demolition. <laughs> she begins this training and Higgins goes to church. Yeah, so she's doing training. Every day she gets faster and stronger. She goes through training partners like dominoes. And I was like, pizzas? Because uh, <laughs> I've tried that. I can power, the power, again. power through them, yeah. She's just drinking lard. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we go to this church where Higgins uh, meets with Big Dog. He dresses uh, a priest now. Big Dog just fucking loves dressing up, mate. And I can't respect that. <laughs> Like, they were in an empty church. They could just be two people being in the church. Look, no. you've got the priest outfit. You've got to wear it. Every <laughs> it was just going that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, I, that, again, one of the reasons what makes Big Dog such a compelling value <laughs> is that he's fucking certifiably insane. <laughs> um, uh, they've had some sort of agreement in the past, and Higgins wants a full partnership. So Mad Dog brings in his um, business negotiator, which is a mad dog. Which is a Rottweiler uh, that just barks at him, and he's like, right, do your pitch to the dog. And I'm like, this would be a way better Dragon's Den <laughs> if it was just next to a dog that was slowly inching closer to you on a chain. That That's what you want. That's pressure. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I got rid of all the guns. I can get them back. I've got loads of confiscated ones you can have. And he goes, ah, all right, go on then. That was fun, wasn't it? That was a bizarre scene that didn't really need to be in the film. Mad Dog agrees, so says that he doesn't want another mayor without balls, which made Katie laugh at the time, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like that bit. Training montage time. And yep. this is taking up cardio machines, boxing, and writhing around near a lava lamp. So, <laughs> so a chair, a dialysis chair. That's the, all, the, uh, all the important things you need there, yeah. <laughs> um, the dialysis chair, I thought that was quite a nice, a nice mm. set dressing, that, to be honest. It looked sort of fancy, even though it was just some of them plasma tubes you used to get, like, glued onto the back of like, my office chair. But it was it was fine. Uh, is this when we get the, where she starts, oh, it's some sort of, uh, the mayor comes to visit while she's in the thing. Is it the mayor or is it, like, his assistant who was never named? And uh, she starts having a freak out in the chair. And he's like, oh, it's it's oh, neurolog- yeah, it neurological feedback. But then it cuts to her, like, in hell. <laughs> and there's these demons. There's an actual devil. And then it's just the bad guys from before. And I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah, and then it's like, I thought it was her at first, but as a zombie. I don't know if that was... Oh, possibly. possibly. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess she's technically died and is going to hell. So it's like Constantine and they're just waiting for her. But... It was just bizarre that there was like a full yeah. horned bearded me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never picked up again either. No. <laughs> just people, this weird dream. People wandered in from another set. Do you want to be in this, lads? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she then pulls her own file and feels very sad. And she wonders if anyone put white roses in her coffin. No. Oh, she's got no clothes on. Uh, don't know why. That who who would have done that? that? She's got no family. And surveillance van Dan's dead. He's not who? dead. Well, he's, he's in a vegetarian. Very badly hurt. Very badly burned. Who was going to put him on her on her tomb grave? No one. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Uh, the professor catches her talking about this. It, it, she says, who would want to kiss these dead lips? And then the professor rightly feels just awkward and leaves. <laughs> it's just a strange thing to say. Because it's like, uh, no one. That's not why we've made you. You're a soldier. You're a robot. You're a so- robot soldier of the future. It's like, this isn't some sort of sex thing. I've got important business down this corridor. I think he goes into the wrong doorway as well, because he just sort of stops, comes back out, and then carries on walking. He, was, he come back and he was like, is it me? No, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't want to kiss the dead lips. <laughs> I thought they were setting it up for some sort of romance, but no. Yeah, because she's doing that kind of sexy, I'm looking over my shoulder at you while nude thing, and I thought it was... Yeah, um, but no, apparently not. Apparently he's not into that. He's just in a drinking shitloads of whiskey and avoiding scurvy. <laughs> 
the classic uh, Metro City hobbies. Uh, she's clearly distressed. She walks out of the transfusion chair in a very painful way. That looked nasty, yeah, because it's like four big spikes stuck in your back. And she goes off to see they... surveillance Van Dan at the hospital. Yep. What? I was gonna say I don't know I don't understand what the spike did. They put go into them... her blood and put more put new robots in and scoop out the dead ones. The spike it's a bit robots like the in. Matrix, wasn't it? Like that bit. That's the one yeah. in the back of the neck. Yeah, but um, d- they didn't look like they did anything. They were just rods. No, they just they were on springs that just popped out as she got up. That's all. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She goes to see Dan. Uh, and he's like, Meh. oh, unplug that. Didn't mean to. <laughs> Which plug is it? Oh, well. Uh, I just let him die, which is nice, because like, he shot himself oh, yeah. in the head. He's, 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 he's a vegetable. Well, no, because I thought, theoretically, she's just given the professor jurisdiction over his reanimated corpse. I thought, why didn't... If the things can rebuild you, why don't they just inject him? Yeah. When then they could have been a crime-fighting duo. I know. The demolitionist and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Demolition Dan. <laughs> yeah. And then they could have kissed each other's dead lips. That yeah. Would nice. would the robots work in his P-Rex? <laughs> I didn't think you were going there. I, yeah. They mm. do everything else. They can repair wounds. So, yeah. yeah. That's the key aspect of the nanites in the blood is that they repair damage instantly. Because he stabs her in the hand and she's like, oh, it's, oh, it's healed now. In a, for a 1995, pretty unconvincing CG as well. Like the crow's better and that's shit. If for CG, the hand CG. Uh, she's doing all this training. Is this when he gives her, like, this is your equipment? Yeah. Um, you'll have this fireproof and bulletproof Kevlar armour that just covers your tits and shoulders. <laughs> you'll have you'll have your battle tights, which she puts on with great <laughs> solemnity. I did notice, actually, throughout the film that these robots in the blood didn't stop her from getting cold, did it, for most films? <laughs> <laughs> if she'd have put a bra on, it wouldn't have been such a problem, would it? But no, walking around in a white shirt, we know, yeah. Uh, oh, but uh, the one thing we should mention is that she finds a mad dog wanted poster and the professor thinks, mm, maybe I could motivate her this way. It never yes. occurred to him before. Uh, I think, a million pound reward on his head I as think well. this is when, after she's unplugged Dan, she's like, I don't want to live anymore. I'm going to not take the injections and die. Yeah. And she's walking down the street. Oh, at E, rips a poster off for like a circus. It's always a circus, isn't it? And then there's like this poster <laughs> for wanted mad dog, million, billion pounds. She comes and she's back. like, oh, I still need to pay that down the deposit on that wedding. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, no, I want to, let's go and take him out. And Professor Crowley's like, right, we can work together. Get your battle tights on. <laughs> <laughs> Get your, uh, your your combat spanks and your, your boob armor. Um, we're going to give you this pole that extends and it's got a blender at the end of it. <laughs> I love and then that. Some, some staple guns I think he gave her as well. <laughs> right. I thought this was going to pay off more, right? Because he's like, these guns fire a million bullets a second, apparently. Yeah. Like, she's no skill. She just fills the room full of bullets. <laughs> But he says it's encoded to your hand. So if anyone else picks it up, they're in for a <laughs> shock. Like, and I thought, oh, right, they've nicked that from Dread because that's right. Never mentioned again. <laughs> never, ever mentioned. Maybe it's no for one the second even or third film. For it. I, I thought it was- later on. Yeah, but he doesn't. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's also because it's like a heat signature or something like that. Yeah. And like, well, what about on like a summer's day or when your palm gets really sweaty? Or also, something she's like that? dead. So she hasn't got any heat signature. She's got cold, dead lips, cold, oh, dead yeah. hands. I also really like, and this is true 90s style, in that she's got this special motor motorbike that you can't gain three pounds. So watch your weight. Yeah, <laughs> She's stop dead, the, and you're treating the, it every day. Stop fat shaming the deadlocks. <laughs> well, also, you know, like the, 
the first like grenade that she throws, then she's a different weight entirely, isn't she? The next time she gets on the bike, <laughs> stupid idea. Only body weight. It can. It works out uh, material. I don't know. The bike does nothing apart from explode in a cool <laughs> way, and even that's kind of shit because it gives a warning. <laughs> yeah, so she's got these these two guns that fire a million bullets a second and never need reloading, and it's that good. They don't even have holes for the bullets to come out if you look closely because <laughs> they're just plastic. Darth Vader mask as well. Uh, she's got a Darth Vader mask. Yeah. Which enables her to yell at her bike, and her bike can understand and follow <laughs> commands. I don't know. Sit, robot. She has to talk from now on in a sexual harassment panda style way. In a very Russian <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah. It's um, to hide, a, a, hide her identity as well, isn't it? Nobody could tell who it is. Nobody would have known. She was anyway. She was undercover. It was like, oh, it's that biker chick. <laughs> like, um, is that all the cool equipment she Oh, and some grenades and uh, stuff as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. I like the spinny grenades. bowl. The spinny bowl was the shittest thing. Um, and she's like, right, I'm going to go off and do some murders now. And he's like, sweet. Yeah, he dispatches uh, her off to a dock where Cigar Lenny, or Boxer, is uh, bullying a dock worker who he's stripped down to his pants. For <laughs> <No> reason? <laughs> Why? I reckon they were taking it in turns. <laughs> He had those like really like cartoon like um, boxers love hearts. Yeah, <laughs> but he'd been punching him as I reckon. Like big dogs gang don't care. Any anyone's fair game. Because yeah, the they can't, they snatch a woman off the street later on. Mm. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hot babe somersaults into action because of course she does, and oh. then just shoots a lot. And then she utilizes that spinny rod, which I thought was quite good because it doubles up as a fan in hot weather. And she uses it to snap somebody's battle pipe. <laughs> oh, she can she can like mash up some smoothies as well. <laughs> it's multi mash smoothies from a distance. It's on that. Uh, or a big channel, deep, big deep smoothie. Um, yeah, right. But there's no skill in the shooting. Like none of it's accurate. It's just a hail of bullets. And that it makes annoyed such a me. big deal of like the noise being so rapid, and then it just being like every now and then there would be like a gunshot. More, more Red dust beep, flying up. Beep, beep. But during the training montage, they showed us shooting this thing at near enough point blank range, and he goes, "Yeah, we should move that back a bit." And I'm like, "Yeah, you should." Although it doesn't matter because literally, she just mows them down. She yeah. waves her hands left to right while pulling the trigger, and everything falls. It's it's not good. She never gets hit once. Well, that's the thing that you never see like a wound. Yeah, off a boob armor. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she yeah, shoots she everyone. Blows up the place for no reason as well. She has a, the pipe fight is great because it's not like it's a thin metal pipe. The guy's fighting with a piece of yeah. scaffolding. It's a battle pipe. It's a battle. That <laughs> takes tremendous upper body strength to wield one of them around in a prolonged <laughs> fight. But the fight is very much clang, 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 end to end fighting. It's not gladiator like, style. Yeah, it's not yeah. like there's cool moves in there. She activates the um, blender at the end and saws through the pipe and then just shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> so battle pipe is. Uh, Good for showing off, but it's not. Just, it's just two pipes now. You could just do battle pipes like <laughs> this now. Get a rope, make battle pipes. Battle nunchucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boxer. Gets abducted. He tries to steal a motor. Does he try to steal her motorbike? Yeah. Yeah, it's not very clear. Goes, yeah. It goes, so that it means... Something like, um, does not reject you or something like that. Access does denied. Not... Access yeah. denied. But it still lets him drive Access off. Denied. And he goes, my lucky day today. And I'm like, this yeah, way, I'm he must weigh the same as the demolitionist. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought well, that's, that's the why first time it falls denied. apart. Oh no, access is denied when she gets on top of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's like there's two you, of them now. As long <laughs> so. as you know the exact weight of the demolitionist, you can keep nicking her bikes, <laughs> taking them down CEX or whatever. <laughs> A cash generator, have you got another one? Yeah, can only be ridden by people who are 112 pounds, though. 
Um, anyway, she uh, is too heavy for it now. Yeah. And then it stops, and then she shoves him off by the water and then says, never seen a ballerina with balls before? They're very <laughs> balls heavy in this film. Mm, I don't know what the yeah, ballerina because I don't thing think was she about. Said, he's, he said it to her, did he? No. So he, Because then he's like, oh, it's you, I didn't realise it was you. And then... That would make sense, but I don't remember seeing that scene. Amazingly, he still has a cigar in his hand. That's dedication (laughs) to the cars, that. Like, through all of this. Yeah, while falling off the bike and watching the pipe fight and the factory explode. And then she just goes, yep, shoots him and walks off. And I'm like, you could have got information from him. (laughs) Like, nope, just straight up murders, constant murders. And then it's just a montage of murders for a while, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's Not also cool spinny newspapers. I, I quite like the spinny newspaper effect because it oh, announces yeah. that Master Avenger demolishes hijackers. And then they think they're onto something there because they say the demolitionist rescues hostages. And they must be glad to report on something new because all the other pieces of text in it are, are just exactly the same. Tax report. House Speaker calls for tax cuts. Over and over again, every single day <laughs> that this newspaper is in print. Listen, mate. It's a big issue in Metro City, tax reports. <laughs> it's flavour text. You're not meant to read it. It's just there for... It's not like The Simpsons. There's not going to be a secret sight gag in there for you. <laughs> Man shouts at Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, she's, she's, she's mowing her way through all the bad guys here. Uh, I can't Montages are travelling, shooting, more newspapers calling for tax cuts, <laughs> explosions. Uh, the Metro Examiner then gets plonked on the desk uh, and it reports that crime is at an all-time low. And the mayor's reading it and Higgins tells her that her approval ratings are up. And then the press come in and ask about a demolitionist, but the mayor says it's irrelevant and leaves. So that was a quick press the, conference. The um, press conference calls her the demo, which is nobody used that short for demolition. That's Christy Carruthers trying to shorten it down to make it her own. <laughs> and also, the demo. when they um when the mayor stomps off, Cr- Christy Carruthers goes, am I shiny? <laughs> <Yes>. And I thought, <laughs> what is this? Editing is difficult, people, but come on. Um, does the demolitionist come back and Dr. Crowley, Professor Crowley, is drinking... No, 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 no. This is nope. where Higgins goes for a massive long leak, which lasts ages. <laughs> oh, God! Yes! Oh. <laughs> he threatens to shoot his knob off. <laughs> Matt Dog walks in on him, having a piss. He's standing up. He's got a press pass on him. Oh, right. Starts... So I was going to say, he's not dressed as a toilet attendant or no, he's, like Charlie he's a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a reporter and his face on his badge. He's got his point of working! That's what I like about Matt But Dog. it is like his, um, like, the same one... As the one on the posters of like it's his mugshot. It's his mugshot. It's the only yeah. one he has. <laughs> Um, Higgins um, reacts to him eyeing up his junk by moving Urinal midstream. Getting up very wet shoes. Thankfully, there's no electric around there, right? That could have been nasty. Uh, a mad dog pressures him to cancel the demolitionist, and Higgins reacts by saying that it's just a publicity stunt and that he wants money for the guns. Uh, and that just makes mad dog mad. And then it's a woman getting hassled by three thugs outside Fish House. (laughs) She's walking along and they're chasing her going... (laughs) (laughs) They're like barely touching her for a while. It's very very Jack the Ripper creeping (laughs) up behind you, sort of. Thriller dance. Well, they're they're trying to steal her belongings and then get bored and just steal her (laughs) and lift her up in the air and then go around the corner. Around the corner to where there's nice lighting and start ripping her clothes off. (laughs) And then the demolitionist stunt double does some karate at them. (laughs) 
can just see all the shadows onto this. Doesn't um... doesn't stop to help the woman. No, I think that that's part of the point. Like she's very cold. Then she goes out into the street and then sees that there's a wedding shop next to Fish House. Next to Fish House. <laughs> and that makes her very angry and she shoots a dress in anger. So she's clearly got all see, this rage. I thought she was going to shoot the window and then steal the dress. I and did then show up as like demolitionist bride. <laughs> and that would have been a nice twist. That would be the second one. <laughs> no, she's just caused, she's, she's become a liability at this point, hasn't she? Well, it, it would have been funnier if she'd come in with a dress because the professor is scribbling some notes next to some white roses as Hot Babe comes in. As what? As the Hot Babe. Hot Babe. Like, uh, which is the, hot, the, the, hot Babe. Yeah, yes. the role of Hot Babe. The um, demolitionist. And he decides that they need to celebrate and he's got some pastries and water. And she's rightfully disgusted by this. It's alcohol-free booze, she says. Is that what it is? Because it looks yeah. like water. It's, he pours a glass for her and he's like, we should celebrate. Um, have a bleeny. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, if she's dead, does she need to eat? No, I think it was just for the party, wasn't it? A party of him on his own. I mean, that's my kind of party, just on my own drinking and eating bleenies. But uh, yeah, and he pours this out into some silver sci-fi glasses and she drinks it and goes, oh, it's non-alcoholic. And then he says, well, you can't drink anyway because the nanite's in your blood. And I was like, oh, I'm dead and I can't get pissed. What's, what's the point? This is worse than death. He gives her a box, though, that's got a symbol of what he says is a symbol of Osiris on it. And then he... I thought it tone was... deaf thing. I thought it was a copper's badge. I thought she's probably got one of them. Now. I thought it was. I thought it was really. And she's like, oh my God, it's so It was just a big gold, gold plank, weren't it, essentially? But yeah, it is a... incredibly tone deaf. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he god says that Osiris is the Egyptian god of death, or, which he, he sort of is, but he's also the god of fertility, agriculture, the afterlife, the dead, resurrection, life, and an I like this one the best. Vegetation. Nice. I, I quite like that vegetation has its own god. And the he Egyptian will wilt your it. salad. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and then he told, tells us to control her emotions, which makes her angry. <laughs> yeah, because apparently her emotions kill the robots that are in her. <laughs> She's like, I can't control my emotions. I'm a woman. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Here we go. Um, and she stomps off. And then he goes, the Egyptians worship the dead. And I was like, who are you talking to, you mad bastard? <laughs> He's like chastising himself, isn't he? He's like, you're stupid. It was, it was just, yeah, weird. Weirdly dumb. Weird. Um, is it the bank oh, heist? And the, and the, the bank the white, heist now. No, wait, the white roses are fake roses as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what disgusts really her all the more. Don't even yeah, it. It's a favourite flower. It's a favourite flower. She says, he says, silk lasts forever. It doesn't. <laughs> If you put it in a fire, it doesn't. <laughs> if you rub it up and down your trouser leg, it won't. Anyway, yeah, next day, there is bank heist in operation while the demolitionist is just driving around in daylight now. Yeah, she's just on patrol or something. She's moved to a daylight shift. Weirdly, there's a pervert eating a Twizzly lolly, eyeing up a six-year-old what? girl. What was that? that? Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like on a screwdriver just rotating while he licked up. I know, it was hypnotic. <laughs> Well, then he moved it further and further, so it's just running on his lip. And I was like, "What? What's happening here?" And this child's like, um, "Mum, this man's yeah. weird." But the mum's like, "I've got all these pennies to pay into the penny arcade across the road." <laughs> it wasn't even part of the mad. He wasn't gang. part of the <laughs> gang. He was just a bank pervert. <laughs> I hope, a hard he got day, that I hope he got shot. She had a rough day. Yeah. So I hope, I hope he got shot. No, he didn't, did he? Uh, I'm not so yeah, sure. she's on patrol. And then and she got gets recruited. In, hey, you with a lolly. Do you want to join my gang of weird birds? Oh, and you can be called Lollipop. That'll be your name. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mad Dog enters with goons, talks about a large cash withdrawal. Good uh, fun joke. 
Yeah. Uh, Shoots the security guard straight out. Yeah. yeah. And Alyssa's uh, <laughs> she's just outside nearby. She's on patrol. The, the bike goes um, 211 <laughs> in progress. Yeah. <laughs> With like a CGI map thing, which I thought was quite nice. You've got and to do, she, do, do, do. And then she just turns the bike around very slowly. Like doesn't do a burnout. And now it just goes, hang on, mirrors, <laughs> mirrors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're in no rush. Are you a demolitionist? She goes up to the Metro City Bank. And my favorite fact about this bank is that it is probably an actual bank which is why the sign is overlaying another sign and it says metro city bank um i'd love to know what the actual bank was uh, god only knows city um, bank. probably you only need to buy one metro uh, metro sign then don't you unless it's already there uh she goes in and she meets higgins at the door and it, yeah. he says that there are women and children in there and that she can't go in and kill indiscriminately and mad dogs in there, um, clearly trying to rile her up. Uh, so she responds and absorbs this information by smashing down the door with a bike and shooting indiscriminately. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what Higgins said she would do. Weird dude. Yeah, she drives the bike in, and then like, they all start shooting at the thing. Oh no, that's the bomb, isn't it? That's next. Um, yeah, so she just comes in, guns blazing, shoots a load of people with her million bullets per person technique. Never has to reload these guns. Magic guns full of bullets. Nano bullets, probably. Yeah. Um, but Mad that's Dog. Just staples. <laughs> oh no, that's the that's the game. That's the other bit with the with the really good gun firing in that room. <laughs> yeah, Mad Dog kidnaps the kid that this, was being who's lured probably at probably happy that she's not having to look at that creepy she, bastard. She looks frankly appalled. <laughs> this film. Every time I come in to pay my pocket money in, <laughs> uh, he gives her timed bombs and then scarpers, and the kid just stands holding them, bemused, um, clearly like just confused at everything. Well. He, he says, "He says um, the demolitionist is going to let me go. She's not going to, and he, like he holds her as a hostage. Realizes the demolitionist doesn't care because she's on a mission now. So yeah, gives her these grenades." runs off, puts another grenade on some stairs, has the time to put some grenades on a stair, and then runs off, while the demolitionist stands there and goes, uh, yeah, fuck you, kid, and <laughs> just runs off faster. And I was like, okay. Comes down the stairs, takes Boom. a full, full brunt of a grenade in the face, it knocks her over a bit. <laughs> That's it. And then instead of chasing him, she goes back upstairs, where the actual police... The bomb have... squad have put a protective cone over the kid's bum. <laughs> They've put a... Uh... <laughs> A wet floor sign over the gun. <laughs> uh, and the kid's safe. Um, the demolitionist is not happy because um, Big Mad Dog's got away again. Higgins then goes, oh, the press? I have something here you might want. And sends them a DVD of the security camera. VHS. The, the demolition. <laughs> laser disc. Uh, of the demolitionist leaving this child to explode. And then everyone turns against the demolitionist. They're throwing cabbages at her. Like, yeah, they keep letting the air out of her tyres. It's a nightmare for her. She feels like a monster. She goes to see the professor in his office, which I've helpfully captioned as Profis. Um, and he blames emotions on a former life, which makes her sad. <laughs> and then Higgins phones the mayor's office, or Moffis, uh, to talk to Carruthers about, about that report. And she duly just runs this story, says that her heart is blacker than a wardrobe. Um, the mayor's quite good because she says, uh, oh, it's not, not good, this. Registered voters hate that crap. And takes her off the streets immediately. I like the fact that mayors are only concerned about votes. Like, nothing else matters to them. Just they're always it's like Mayor Quimby, yeah. It's just it's, it's one of those a things. Complete that, bastard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they strip out all of Prophecy's offices. Uh, so she she arrives there and he's like, Yeah, I can't help you. They've stole the special stabbing chair. <laughs> but I've got this one here. She needs Higgins though. 
Does she meet Higgins? Yeah, yeah. There's a bit where in a car park, she goes to meet Higgins for some reason, and the, and he's got two cop mates that taser her, and then she's clearly seen Ghostbusters because she crosses the streams of oh, the tasers. That was weird. Yeah, she just goes to meet him there, and then they just beat fuck out of her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never explained why that happens. Why they don't then shoot then advances her in there. on Higgins, who's destroyed her career and a good name, and leaves him alone uh, yep. for no reason at all. Yeah, sorry. Then she goes because the mayor's cancelled Project Lazarus, so all the stuff's been repossessed. Can't pay, we'll take it away. And he's like, I can't help you, but I've got this spray gun that's got like two doses left in it. So I'll give you one now and then one later on, and then you'll just have to die. Soz. <laughs> and she's like, that's fine. I know where he is now. I'm going to go fuck him up. And he, he's like, all right, well, at least we're sort of friends. <laughs> And then she goes off to a bar slash brothel or barful. Not where, certain about that. Where Fat Henry is lying on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> and look, there's, um, there's discount Frank Zappa down at there. At least I thought it was him. There's a, there's a lot of people that look like Zappa around here. Um, the radio, as she goes in, announces that the mayor's going to volunteer at a homeless shelter, blah, blah, blah. And President Bono has made a statement about how a mortar attack on the White House was <laughs> sad, kind of sad, and also rather freaky. Yeah, I like that. That made me laugh because <laughs> I was like, someone, someone wrote that going, oh, that gets into the final call. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, they're buying a, a special bomb off uh, a big fat man on a bed. Pork chop. Uh, is that pork chop? That's okay. pork chop. And he's like, oh, I've made this bomb special. It'll do all this weird shite. Yeah, everyone's there. Tattooed Keith, One Eye, regular Stephen. Yes, um, One Eye is the man doing all of the bartering with this thing. Yes. He gives him the money. Uh, there's a knock at the door. Room service. <laughs> uh, they all accuse the fat guy of ordering room service. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is cruel but it probably was him so instead of like opening the door to see who it is they just open fire on this door and if it was room service that guy's dead like and their uh, chicken merengue is going to be full of bullets <laughs> Uh, so they all shoot the door for ages. One guy, like, and you can tell that the, the, the dinghies are not proper guns because one guy is shooting, doing this with his wrists. <laughs> it was great. Uh, you can't see that, but he's doing up and down cowboy hands with his guns. Uh, one guy, he's like, there's a lot of going, getting other people to do stuff as well in this, I noticed. Go and poke your head through that door there. Oh, okay. He looks to the left. <laughs> no one there. Looks to the right. No one there. Where does the demolitionist arrive from? External wall. Bashes through the wall. <laughs> yeah. Opens fire indiscriminately into the room. Even Puts though there is one isn't. eye in the butt cheek. That's in the car. It's in the bike. Oh, chase, right. Though. Okay. Yeah. She murders everyone else. Pork chop. Again, um, uh, Extra, her extra yeah, her extra juice of survival drops on the floor. Oh yeah, one eye picks it up, runs down the stairs while everyone else around him dies. Gets on his motorbike, she gets on hers, she shoots him up the up the jacksy, like, <laughs> and then drives off and leaves him. Like, oh, he fires a like a explosion Play thing. Yeah, he fires an explosion. That's that's as much as <laughs> said, that's what the script said. Explosion, <laughs> uh, and she's like, oh, okay. He's like, that'll do. I've done One that eye bit. drives back to the topless drugs and violence hangout bar. <laughs> Where Higgins is. <laughs> Higgins is like, this bit is the bizarrest bit in the film for me. Because <laughs> mm. he comes back in and he's like, oh yeah, she shot me. Can anyone help? And then they're all going, hey, get his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> and they have like a special ass re- bullet remover. Oh, Roland gets in his a, special tongs a... out, and I reckon because he goes, "Oh, I reckon he slid them up a bit, like you know, for fun, <laughs> for bants." Yeah, they say that it, he, he says that it needs to be sterilised. I quite like it. Roland just breathes on it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, the dwindling numbers of the Mad Dog Gang. <laughs> he's the elite now. Uh, but it, he pulls this this thing out, and it's a tracker. And he's like, "Oh, you fool! She's tracked us here." Oh, you don't. You forgot a bit where they they get Higgins because Higgins gives them all the guns, which they've never had any shortage of before. Yeah. I mean, they had a battle pipe, but that was that was coming up for something. And um, and they put down loads of money, and then um. Mad Dog reveals that there's going to be a revolution tomorrow and he's prepared a raffle. And the raffle is for killing Higgins, who is yep. astounded that this might happen. Despite I didn't all get a raffle of... ticket. <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell wins the raffle. Yep, he's there. Uh, yep, for some reason. Shoots him in the head. Yep, and he dies instantly, unlike Surveillance Van Damme. <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> Maybe surveillance Van Dan's head's skull's thicker. I liked it though because it was the Harry Potter um, pun. It was like, why don't I get a rough ticket? Because your number's up, pal. Yeah, he was kind of told it's great. Fair enough. Ah, he shoots surveillance Van Dan in the head with hollow point bullets, which I think explode on impact. Uh, so he might have only ah, so he uh, makes sense. You see, mm. does it though? <laughs> does it? Um, and then while they pulled his tracker out, he's like, oh, one eye, you fool, you one-eyed fool. You've fled her right to us. And at that point, a bike slowly trundles in. <laughs> and everyone decides, let's shoot the bike. They shoot the bike for a full three minutes. Yeah. And the bike, the bike slowly in, topples over. The bike eventually it? just falls over a good hundred yards from them. <laughs> After being shot at for like 10 seconds. Like all that force would eventually slow it down. But it, no, it can drive itself, can't it? Yeah. So why didn't it just drive at them and explode? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It was a diversion. Was it? <laughs> because <laughs> anyway, because yeah. she was giving it instructions where to drive to and she couldn't see that far. Oh, okay. She was up in the girders, up in the roof. Couldn't so yeah, um, Mad Dog goes, one eye, go over and look at that bike. And he's like, oh, <laughs> guff. He goes over, it goes three, two, one. He jumps back away from it, but he's somehow It's like a proper cartwheel. It's a good explosion. Of the three big explosions in this film, this is the best one, I think. In my opinion, um, and then it goes very like that bit in the crow again, where everyone stood around a table and she just drops down and just spins round. So she's just like the bullet tornado, <laughs> the man sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> All that training as a child when she was getting her photos done for a spinny thing. Th- that's training. That's what it was all for. It all links together now. It's tremendous. Yeah, she kills literally everyone in about ten seconds. None of them land a shot on her at all. They, they do a lot of. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, no one even does like there's all that karate training she done. She does no karate fighting. Like, yeah, doing I'm that. surprised that nobody has got like. Did you get a shot on her? Because I didn't get a shot on her. Did you get a shot on her? Yeah. <laughs> all the background noise of people going, "Oh no, it's her!" Oh, 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 my legs. Um, yeah, all that. Um, Mad Dog, like they have a bit of a fight, and I think the Mad Dog shoots her, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he finds her Achilles heel, which is the back of the leg, her one weakness. <laughs> Which is actually where your Achilles heel is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he comes at her with a gun and the booster shot. I don't know why he wields that because that's the one thing that could that would help her. her. Yeah. Because yeah. at this point she's feeling rather fatigued and in need of a booster shot. All the she's robots. turning all zombie again. She's she had like... one earlier that day. Yeah. No, I don't know. It, it must be like effort takes it out of you. It something. wasn't. She's emotional as well, women. Ooh. Yeah. Hormonal. And all that effort. Yeah. Probably does. We also missed a bit where she was self-harming and it was just healing and everyone was okay with that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but she's like, no, for Dan, uh, fight back. <laughs> well, she says that she's arresting him for the death of Alyssa Lloyd and he's like, who? Yeah, <laughs> like, who? And she's like, it's me. And he's like, oh, right. How are you doing? <laughs> 
uh, yeah, she fights back. She beats him down, and then she injects him with the injecto gun. Yeah. I didn't understand this bit. Why no. did he turn into a, into a pile of jelly? And I assume that he hasn't had the like pre-work make work inside them. So he's been... But it's almost right. a secret, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, that makes no sense. <laughs> I thought he was going to pick the gun up and it was going to explode and kill him. Because they let they, they went on about that yeah, so much before. Yeah, yeah. No, this thing that they've never mentioned of the, the the injector gun. Well, if you're dead, it's fine. But if you're alive, it turns you into a Nazi from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you just melt. It was good. It was good effects. That it was Science. a nice proper special effect. There's a reason for that. Okay. Um. And then she comes out. Oh, oh. Uh, Professor Crowley's there, and he's like, oh, "There's a there's a brilliant bit for us. The, the the trainee sound effects guy because he's doing like approaching sirens as she's stumbling along. And there's a car door. Then there's running footsteps, like, <laughs> oh, it's like, the, like a BBC sound CD. <laughs> it's like the Goon Show or something like that. Uh, yeah, Crowley says, um, "Do you want to live or die?" It's almost to save you or let you die. And she goes, let me die. And he goes, okay. I mean, I haven't got my machine back anyway. Uh, that's, in, that's in cash generator. Um, and then that's it, we think. But we go back to Professor Crowley and the mayor, and he's got a new state-of-the-art thing with more flashing lights <laughs> and chrome. And he's like, yeah, um, it, I, I, was it, I need to work on it properly this time so she doesn't die or so, some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, he's looking all wistful. He's got a white rose in his hand. His hand. Uh, and it cuts white to motif. a plaque of Alyssa Lloyd died doing karate or like that died doing her duty or something died doing her duty um and it's Alyssa watching her own grave and then it ends yeah that bit really confused me i didn't get that me too that's setting it up for the sequel she's alive um not allowed to die but she's off the books now she's no longer the demolitionist on the mayor's dime she's her and professor crowley this is my this is my fan fiction her and (laughs) professor crowley and now like a tag team um, are they together in this no one wants to kiss her dead lips (laughs) fan fiction is always rude that's the no not mine's not it's a will they won't they isn't it (laughs) yeah she's all like oh i can't think of anything sexy that zombies would say but no no (laughs) he's like her handler now and she is like a mercenary for hire yeah cleaning up the city one bad guy at a time that's how i read it but she's going to secretly use the new lab to yeah and that's it that's the film ends and it doesn't even go the end question mark just the end (laughs) (laughs) no one thing i didn't really get about that apart from quite a lot of things was um (laughs) the the whole premise of it was that they've abolished guns this liberal democracy thing this liberal fascist state has banned all guns and that gives mobsters power over ordinary people and that but they the police had the guns anyway and they gave the the police had zappy sticks yeah, but they did have they did have guns as well because they confiscated on, all the guns. Later on, they had the guns, yeah, but they didn't use them. They had the zappy sticks, and the guy that was driving the truck near the docks who got bummed by the, all the gangsters, he had a zappy stick as well. Oh yeah, but he was just a dock worker, wasn't he? It was like a teamster or something. But I think yeah, all the guns had been taken. Even the police were used, like um, demolition man, like the zap sticks in that. Yeah, yeah. But it, again, but they, nobody much. nobody had any guns. Everyone had guns. <laughs> no, it, it was the worst of times. It was the best. A of professor times. had a gun, and he's a professor. What do you need a gun for? 
And that was it. Anyway, uh, I quite like this, so I'm going to give this two full Golden Fabios. Ooh. It was fun. It's rare to have a Golden Fabio. It was fun. I don't think we've I explained enjoyed this it. to Katie what a Fabio is. I have no idea what Not got that far in the podcast <laughs> um, series. Yet. In a... Oh. Or too young to die old or whatever. No, it, it wasn't that. It was about... It was like sexy vampire oh. angels. No, it was... Uh, oh, I'm going to have to look it up. But at the end at the end of that, throughout all the entire film... Raging Angels. Stuff, Raging Angels. Same year as this. Really? Wow. And at the end of the film, when you think the big gunfight's going to happen, a CGI Fabio, you know, the long-haired muscle man from, like, the 90s, comes down from heaven and fights with a demon in a very unconvincing way. I did watch that one, actually. Yes. And that is our rating system of bronze to gold Fabios. <laughs> we've internalised that, and this is what we've come up with Yes. So about I a year later. It gets two gold Fabios out of five for me, because uh, I, I, yeah, it was fun, it was daft, like, the set pieces and it was shit, but uh, they were trying. Yeah. Nicole Eggert can't act. Um, yeah, well, but, she didn't need to. She was a, a cold, emotionless, yet emotionful character. Uh, but Mad Dog was uh, genuinely a delight in it, and Roland yes. was great, and all the other all the other bad guys in it were great. So yeah, that's me for two. I'm going to go with one gold Fabio. I, I think just because of the line, we're going to go up to City Hall and rip her tits off. <laughs> I ju- I've just felt so uncomfortable. It's, it's not a good one, is it? Uh, Katie? I think I have to go with one as well. Despite being really mad, I was that tired. W- one gold Fabio and some cold golden Fabio lips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, onwards. <laughs> Yes, so that was The Demolitionist, 1995. 1995, as we've said, Raging Angels, um, but also some other films like Die Hard, uh, Toy Story, Apollo 13, GoldenEye, Pocahontas. What a year. Clueless as well. Your preparation film for this podcast, I I believe. Yeah, I have watched Clueless on Saturday in preparation. Is it preparation if you don't know that it's preparation? <laughs> anyway, Waterworld and Jumanji, also 1995. Um, it had a budget of a plane $1 million, uh, which is worth $1.8 million today or £1.4 million. Pounds. Um, so, Katie, I'm going to put this over to you. Uh, with that money, you could buy... Oh, I've got four things today. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was a bit shit. <laughs> it was before I thought of a lot of other things. Uh, I've, I was trying to look at vehicles, and there's no amazing motorbike that you could get for that money. So I've suggested a fleet of 17 battle hovercrafts. I've always wondered how much a hovercraft uh, costs and it's about 80k. It's the most sinister of all vehicles I've put and the most suited to dock-related crime. What makes them battle? I just put battle. Oh, right, all <laughs> right. fixed yeah. it with battle. I oh, thought right. you could so get it out with They're not nice. actually battle hovercrafts. They're just hovercrafts. You could battle them. Right, okay. Put spikes <laughs> on them, but not the retractable ones. That's <laughs> dangerous. Um, it's also enough at 1 million, 1.4 million is easily enough to for you to purchase and demolish an eight-story, 80,000 square foot apartment building in New York City. That would cost you to demolish an apartment block in New York City. It would cost 1.1 1. 1 million. And you could even keep the wrecking ball afterwards if you wanted to spend another 34k. Um, so I thought, you know, you could pick Trump Towers or something fun, make it I worth your while. Hmm. City Hall. Uh. Yeah, take that, Squares. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, Al Gore. <laughs> it's almost enough as well to buy the world's most expensive face mask. 
It's Ooh. made by Ivel, uh, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing wrong, which is an Israeli luxury jewelry brand. It's made of 250 grams of 18K gold and is set with 3,608 natural black and white diamonds for a total weight of 210 carats. Is this like a COVID face? Yeah, so it was uh, an Israeli company made it and it, they, they made it to keep all the jewelers ticking over during the pandemic. Oh. They were like, make the most expensive face mask in the world. <laughs> it does actually, it's like, yeah, have you, have you wicked? I've got it here. It looks like the fanciest cod piece. <laughs> it looks like that would go around you, your twig and berries uh, while you're at the fanciest men's strip club ever. <laughs> That's, that's all. That's nowhere as good as the fanciest hat, James. No, I'm, I'm searching for something that's as good as the fanciest hat. But I did find something that I think is my preferred thing, Katie. So you could choose any of these things, but my preference would be for this. You can buy for this amount of money, 1.4 million, 103,000 copies of Mad Dog's debut album, Waiting for the Sky to Fall. It's Richard Grieco is, is the actor. Um, and he, in 2011, released his debut album, Waiting for the Sky to Fall. And you can find it on Spotify. Yes, boy. But it's very, can I borrow a feeling? It's even, even better. <laughs> but I thought if you buy 103,000 copies of it, that might just be enough to get uh, Mad Dog up on the album charts, if indeed those still exist because I don't know. Uh, but they retail for about £13.55 each. Um, well, it's oh. rare to have a CD anymore. Oh, he's moody on this front cover. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Oh, he's got, a, he's got a blazer on and a, and a smouldering eyes. Oh, I don't feels... want to malign it. It's, it's adult contemporary all the way through. It, it feels very much like that Alan Partridge. I'm sad because you left me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, take your pick. I think I'll probably take the face mask and that way I can then use when you're doing your male stripping. Yeah, but you can't use it as a mask afterwards. It'll re- smell of balls, won't it? <laughs> Who are you referring to who's doing male stripping? <laughs> I was, you are. Dun, dun, dun. Sure right, it's, anyway. I'm sure it's white clean after. Oh. It does it does come with some special spray. You, you know go. what? All those jewels around there, I just think it'll be a hazard. You could be like, look at my jewels. Way! <laughs> <laughs> come on, you gotta lean into the gimmick. Uh, it was directed, this film, by Robert Kurzman. Um, he was the brainchild behind the operation. And he's not actually known for um, directing. He's well known in the industry for being Mr. Film. He, well, he's a special makeup supervisor in ah. so many famous things. Loads and loads of things. Pulp Fiction, he did the, the makeup for that. Uh, Cyborg 2, Glass Shadow. Don't know what that is. Sounds amazing. Sounds good. <laughs> Um, the Nut House. Wow, there's so many different films in there. That's uh, that mask. Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Uh, Dust Till Dawn is, is most famous that he was heavily involved in that. Um, ah. And the sequels to it. Austin ah. Powers Gold member. He was the character prosthetic supervisor. Uh, and he's won like plenty of awards and everything, just not for directing this film. That's fine. Everyone's got to have a hobby. Yeah, yeah. He uh, wrote this with his wife, Anne, um, supposedly inspired by the exploitation film Mrs. 45, 98. Um, and I think that's a, a woman who she's not brought back from the dead, but she does go on like a rampage or something. Is that not the one from Yes, Madam? The, the, ex, the exploitation film in that? It might be. Well, it's just that woman with no top on, karate in people. <laughs> I think it's a different film, but very ah, similar. Where's very Randall similar. when you need him? <laughs> Um, this film was shot over 24 days, which is incredibly short. What? That long? <laughs> Um, it, yeah, as you mentioned, Nicole Egger is, uh, is Alyssa, previously in Baywatch. It starred in the Gilmore Girls as well. 
and something called Amanda and the Alien. Which I don't, I don't know. Um, Wait, is that Amanda and the Alien as one film, or there and then another film? <laughs> called <laughs> and the Alien. Yeah. Um, you've done Alien, Aliens, and then the Alien. Um, <laughs> Professor Crowley was Bruce Abbott, star of Reanimator, of course. Diagnosis, murder, something called Interzone in 1993, which is humans fight mutants in a post-Holocaust world. Post-Holocaust world. The best line in it, according to IMDb, is apparently, "I'm going to hit you so hard, your dog's going to die." Which I don't even understand. <laughs> I like it though; it's good. That would put the fear in me. <laughs> Higgins uh, is Peter Jason, and you know when you've got the sense of somebody who's done a load of shit. Um, it's, uh, my my spidey sense for that was tingling on this one. Um, he's had 207 acting credits on IMDb, which I think is some sort of last orders record. Uh, he's been in loads of stuff. Deadwood. He was in Arrested Development, the fourth season of Storage Dave. But I don't think I watched it that far. Um, and something called Alien Apocalypse, which also has Bruce Campbell in it. An astronaut doctor, Ivan Hood. Let that sink in for a moment. And his fellow astronaut, Kelly. Kelly doesn't get his surname. Return, well, it's Kelly um, Demolitionist, probably. Kelly, Kelly Kelly, the wrestler. Kelly Alien Apocalypse. Um, returns from their mission in space to find the world has been taken over by aliens. Now, Dr. Ivan Hood and Kelly must lead a revolution to free, human, to free human slaves from their alien masters. Come on, Kelly. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Mad Dog, as I said, was Richard Grieco. 88 credits and appeared as himself in Always Sunny. It's the one where D makes a smut film. I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'll have to rewatch that one, yeah. Um, but my favourite thing, and one that gets my endorsement for the next film we watch, is he appears as Sinbad in Sinbad the Battle of the Dark Knights, which has an unprecedented 2.2 score on IMDb. <laughs> Young Anthony and his grandfather read a magical book about their ancestor Sinbad and become participants in it. Sinbad and the wizard Sage must stop the evil wizard Bephisto and his minion Nimbus from obtaining the key to all knowledge. One actor was apparently hired on the premise of having free cigars and then nearly quit when it became apparent that none were ever going to appear. <laughs> okay, if we can find a copy, let's do that. <laughs> and uh, thus, James Fax is reinterred for another time. As we have no Bernadette this week, I will be doing the reviews. Oh, God. Uh, it's fine. I've done the, the, the traditional compliment sandwich. Uh, three out of ten. Predictable Robocop rehash by Gridoon8. <laughs> A tired, second-rate Robocop rehash. Deadly predictable, too. You know what will happen in almost every scene. No, you don't. Some of them are just random for the sake of... <laughs> uh, basically, the whole plot is this. Woman gets murdered. Woman gets resurrected. Woman seeks vengeance on those who killed her. Nothing more than that. There is so much more than that. Yeah, I she didn't gets... know what was going to happen when she punctured his head with that booster thing. Yeah, she cried about... a lot. <laughs> there was Egyptian myths in there. Yeah. Um, the movie's not exactly bad. It's just so forgettable. And as others have mentioned, what's with the red powder that seems to set when blood gets shot? Nicole Egger is the sole redeeming feature. Oh, Gradoon. Features. You do go you on. Mean, don't you, Gradoon? Right. <clears throat> I picked this one because I think it's got the best um, review title ever. Seven out of ten. Wow. Cy cybernetic menstrual cycle. <laughs> By Thy David 29. By what? Thy David 29. Thy David. Thy, thy. David. <laughs> 
David with an F at the end. 29. 29th in the Thy David clan. Uh, some female, like, his, he doesn't care. Some female cop is murdered and he's brought back as a cyborg to avenge her murder. He's not really to avenge her murder, though, is he? Like, as anyone can guess, Demolitionist is the feminist equivalency of Robocop, except it is vastly cheesier, cheaper, and doesn't have that spark that Robocop does, which is no surprise to even a de- brain dead moron. This is the whole aspect of making a female version of garbage. And you'll see quite often in movies and comics that its only purpose is to please fat, ugly feminists so they can feel empowered. Ooh, look at her kill all those men. Yay. Still, Demolitionist is a fun piece of film with some decent action, decent action, and a nice so bad it's good vibe. My only real complaint is that it looks made for TV. Uh, but overall, it didn't ruin the film. So if you like Robocop, oh shit, I'm not reading that. You have if to you read li- it now. Well, if it you gets like, worse. <laughs> if you like Robocop on the rag or movies with a cyberpunk <laughs> theme, then this is worth a go. Thy <laughs> David, mate, you've got fucking problems, pal. First like, of all, Thy David. Figure out what thy means. <laughs> Secondly, wind your fucking neck in. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I had to put it. The fact that he's like, it's an all right film, but women, ugh, it doesn't make any sense. And one out of ten. What an incredibly bad movie by Descalada9911. This movie has no redeeming value. If it is satire, then why did they plan sequels? Only good satire has sequels, and even then, rarely. The effects (laughs) are bad. The gun she uses never have to reload. She's impervious to grenades. The acting is some of the worst ever captured on celluloid. It's just plain bad. I wish I could give it a negative rating. (laughs) What did he give it? One out of ten. Oh, I thought it was a two out of ten. <laughs> Minimum you can wow. give on um, on thing is one out of ten, and it can't. Well, you could just not leave a review. Descalada nine nine one one people need to know his opinions are valid, but not. I don't like on, only good satire can get sequels. No, wait, that, what? <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, was the demolitionist. Uh, thank you for joining us, Katie. I hope you yes. had fun in the the weird, weird world of it. Um, we will be probably back to normal service soon. Anthony's well, by the way. He's Hooray. yeah, he didn't die. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> but now Craig's probably got it. So, way oh. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's all the all the kissing we do at work. Uh, <laughs> uh, your favourite line from the film? Take us out. I'm not a rat. Are you a rat? I'm, I'm not a rat. Are you, are you a rat? <laughs> are you rats? I've never heard of rats. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I thought the guy with the eye patch was Stifler. <laughs>